0: Hey, 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 everybody. Today for you, podcast number 47. Today's podcast is titled Out of the Ashes. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Lombardi, and sitting next to me is the beautiful Sandy Lombardi, who is our special guest, which uh, is becoming a permanent mm-hmm. guest, actually. no, well, I guess we can't call you a guest That's if you're really. permanently on the show.
1: <laughs> I've been on uh, too many
0: times. Too many times. Not too many. No, just, uh, just a really positive uh, part of the show that People like a lot. (laughs) Just saying People like this. So anyway, um, today I want to take the time to thank you for listening. I know that our listenership seems to be growing uh, based on the responses that I continue to get. And uh, very, very grateful and thankful for that. So if you um, are really enjoying the content, be sure to obviously hit the subscribe button as well as passing on to other people share sharing is caring and uh of course we always talk about it but uh you know if you like to there's no rules against it you <laughs> could leave us a review which uh, always boosts the algorithm but uh you know we're here to help you to uh you know reach your goals and live the life that you're called to lead and that's uh really the whole purpose behind this podcast so let's get on with the show here we go and uh, today's backstory is brought to you by Sandy so she's gonna bring she's gonna talk about something that's uh, a pretty serious thing that happened in our community lately so go ahead take it away
1: yeah um over the weekend uh, and locally there was a house fire here and um We know of the family. We've had some interaction with them in the community, and um, I believe it's a single mom, and um, she has three children, and their house um, burned this weekend. Um, Not entirely they've been able to go in and salvage a few things, very little, most um, water and smoke damage. Um, And she took a video and walked people through uh, and just sad to hear the kids behind her seeing their home like that for the first time going back in. Um, but so that's the backstory to our points today.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wow. So out of the ashes, right? Mm-hmm. So um, the first uh, topic or the first uh, point I would say today uh, is a word that we actually heard in uh, in our Sunday service Um uh, pastor's son delivered the message this week, Aaron, and uh, he pulled out uh, this word called eucatastrophe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you want to touch on that?
1: Sure, and I had never heard that used. Um, I guess if you are a Lord of the Rings fan, you may have heard that. But the E-U, um, which is added before the word catastrophe, so catastrophe, bad, you think, right? Like an unraveling. Um, but the E-U in Greek means good. So it's this contradiction of good and bad, and good to an unraveling, and how can there be this dichotomy?
0: Right. That, that's a good word, dichotomy. How do these how do these kind of work together? So, um, and I looked up the word catastrophe, and it says an event that causes great or often sudden damage or suffering, a disaster, calamity, crisis, holocaust, adversity tribulation, trial, and ruin. So um, yeah, uh, that doesn't sound really good when you talk about catastrophe, but then how is that good? So can you think of any examples in in, uh, our life where something's been bad that's been turned to good? I can. I mean, I can think of several where things were, I mean, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is losing my mother when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, probably it was the one of the, you know, at 16 years old is the most devastating thing that had ever happened to me. Uh, my mother died of cancer. It's, you know, well known. It's on the website. I talk about it quite a bit. And, um, in that moment it was awful for several years. It was awful. I didn't even know how I was really dealing with it, but I was dealing with it in, in a lot of not so good ways. Um, but out of that uh it brought me a lot of things it took about 10 years to finally figure out what it what it brought me to mm-hmm. but it made me such a stronger person and um it actually led me to follow Christ it led me to my wife um if i didn't have that pain and suffering it would have i would have never been able to have this good outcome mm-hmm. so to speak
1: yeah And the message that um, Aaron was getting to at church was um, hardship. We all will experience hardship, but do we have hope on the other side of it? Um, So,
0: Yeah, yeah. Do we have hope on the other side of it? Absolutely, there's hope on the other side. And
1: not on the other side, I guess. Even I worded that wrong. Like, as we go through it, can we still have hope? Yes. And I guess that's why we tied that into this backstory is that— you know, a lot of the, the posts that I'm seeing about the house fire are that, you know, everything is gone. This is the, you know, the worst thing that's ever happened. And and in the moment, yes, it is. And I acknowledge it's terrific. But can there still be hope? Can we flip the script a little bit and maybe think, you know, this is a, when I look back, it won't be that this was the most horrible experience in my life. It was that, wow, I saw a community that I didn't know existed come around me and support my family, and I hope that's what her kids will remember over the tragedy of what they lost.
0: Yeah, and and nothing to take. We're not trying to take away from the hardship. Oh, that's, sure. Because right now this is raw. It's real. Yeah. It is. It is for sure. Um, it's got to be super difficult to be upheaved in the middle of the you know day or mm-hmm. night. I don't know when it happened, but.
1: In the middle of the night,
0: yeah. So imagine you just get out with the clothes on your back. I mean, mm-hmm. that that's a bad scenario, right? Um, right? But as as time passes, there will be healing, there will mm-hmm. be recovery, and we know this, but. You know they don't necessarily feel that right now. So right, and we
1: probably wouldn't either. You know, when you're in the heat of it, you you don't you don't have the perspective yet. It takes however long, years it can be, until we look back on our own times of hardship that we see the blessing in it or the growth in it.
0: Right, and so this is all kind of interesting because all of these things that were these points are kind of coming, uh, you know, out of nowhere together at the same time. So point number two is a word that I came across the day we went to church and heard that message. Mm-hmm. So I did a reading in the morning as part of my daily ritual, and I came across this word chiasma, and um, it's a Greek word, and it, it, it pretty much means the inverse. Mm-hmm. And they were using a, a chess set to describe it, and they put down like a a white king, a white bishop, a white knight, and then a black knight, a black bishop, and a black king, which is like, you know, going from highest to lowest and lowest to highest. It's the inverse. And we see that throughout Scripture all the time, and I I wrote down a couple of them. And one is, whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever is humbled will be exalted. Mm -hmm. Uh, The last will be first, and the first will be last. And and, and that reminds me of all of this, which is this dichotomy that we talk about mm-hmm. um, out, out of out of a catastrophe, there can be good through breaking things down, good things can come out of it. Mm-hmm. right? So it happens in nature all the time. A forest is you know out out, out west. It's very very popular. They have wildfires. They're wildfires because they're wild, right? They are out of control. To us, because we we build residential areas in in the place where wildfires have been going on for thousands of years, mm-hmm. but those wildfires f- are necessary for new growth to be reestablished. Right. So uh, there's a there's a, a burning and a cleansing, so to speak, and then there's new life, mm-hmm.
1: a refining, um,
0: yeah. And and, and uh, Dr. John Demartini is a, somebody that I've followed for years and and he he delivers this content in in a, in a seminar called uh, quantum collapse and he and he speaks about how there's positive and negatives there's good and bad there's this there's this constant dichotomy that's happening this inverse that's happening and and it exists in all our lives and when you finally recognize that in so many situations when you're feeling anxious, you know that there can be an opposite of that. When you're feeling stressed, you know there can be an opposite of that, mm-hmm. and it's yet to come, but it's something to look forward to, and it, and it and it gives you some level of peace, and and it helps people to get past certain situations in their life that can be sticking points,
1: right? For mm-hmm. sure.
0: So anyway, um, that brings us to point number three. Um, this point is actually we used to have a family placemat. And this was this is we looked it up. The our, my last the last name of our family is Lombardi, and our the Lombardi family motto is a Latin uh, phrase, and uh, it says "Impavidum," fair. I've Impavidum ferient ruine, mm-hmm. which means the ruin will strike him unafraid. The ruin will strike him unafraid, and. Uh, you want to you talk about that?
1: Yeah, it was a well a great exercise putting that placemat together. We went over values and things that are important to our family. We could do another podcast on that at some point. But um, over the years, it's been awesome to watch our kids use that. And the one instance that comes to mind is Nate was in a bad car accident um, back in 2018. And um, when he was in the hospital, Luke texted him that Latin phrase and said the ruin will leave you unafraid. And uh both boys have those Latin words tattooed on very small on the back of their shoulder blade. And um so it's really been a tie for them that's brought them closer together and supporting each other. Um, remembering that motto going through stuff in life.
0: Yeah. So it- and that, and, that, and that really comes from—there's um, a, there's a previous part to that phrase, and it, and it speaks of the collapse of the world. Mm, so right. when your world feels like it's breaking down and that all is lost, that realize that there's something—your life is bigger than what you think it is. Mm-hmm. And, and so many times we look at our lives as being so small, that our lives are our home, our lives are just um, the people that we know— or our family. or our But all of these things can, can be taken away in a moment's notice, and not to be negative, but at the same time, there's, there can be great hope and great joy on the other side of it. Um, and we just, we just really pray that, that people can find themselves in those moments to have enough faith and hope in their life mm-hmm. that they feel unafraid to move forward. Yes, And that you actually can feel somewhat even inspired and encouraged to fight against all odds. Mm -hmm. And that brings us to topic number four, which, um, you want to pronounce that word for us? (laughs)
1: It's
0: hormesis, right? Hormesis. (laughs) (laughs) You've never heard of this word before. We speak of hormesis all the time. (laughs) And amongst all my friends, we always talk about hormesis. Hormesis is a biological term. And it really means that uh, it's exposure of our body to stressors and it causes a positive biological response. And that seems like, what, what do you mean? Well, if exercise is hormesis if it's done properly, right? You, you stress your muscles and your joints and your ligaments. And what do they do? They positively respond by strengthening, um, yes, you can be exposed to stressors that break you down more mm-hmm. than you can respond, but the right dose of stress is very good for your growth. And when we look at things in life, these stresses are actually good for our growth. Too many times we seek comfort, ease, and the couch, right? So not a lot of growth in the right areas takes place on the couch. Mm-hmm besides our waistlines. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, we, we have this tendency, even in our culture, to always be comfortable, always be safe, don't feel any pain, and always just seek pleasure, right? Um, but there's, there's no growth in that. So... <laughs>
1: You're making me think back to this moment I was driving um, to a location that I was going to speak that evening. and On the way there, I just had this like breakdown, like what in the world was I thinking? Why did I say yes to this? (laughs) (laughs) This topic makes me so uncomfortable. I am not the right person to be speaking on it. And I just, you know, I got there and and did it. But those are the opportunities like you speak of. Like I so like at the moment, I was like, I should have said no. But an opportunity to grow for sure, um, and help other people. And I think actually our, the man who spoke our sermon on Sunday that shared, you know, his, he spoke from, uh, experience, his family was going through some stuff and they were raw and honest and it helped a lot of other people that day by sharing what they were going through.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So you did have something to say about hormesis. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, our last point is point number five, and it is this. You can develop a purpose that is greater than the pain that you actually endured. So out of the ashes rises the phoenix, Mm -hmm. that you can have something that is absolutely amazing that comes out of this. I know that um, the church that we attend, the pastor and his wife, they, they lost a son in an auto accident and and the absolute most tragic thing a parent could ever experience is the death of a child probably and uh gosh out of that has come so many amazing connections and blessings they've uh, started a program called David's kids and they've had such an outreach to this community in in Africa and uh if if you know without the tragedy
1: mm-hmm.
0: this so many lives would not have been touched and changed and and made better
1: right
0: which seems like an awful sacrifice to make to help others, but really that's uh that's the most that's the best sacrifice ever
1: mm-hmm. yeah you
0: know so. Anyway, anything else Good to add? takeaway
1: for all of us. No.
0: Okay. All right. Awesome. Well, that's all we have for this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. We hope that you uh, enjoyed the show, but please tune in each and every week to stay connected, be inspired.
1: I have one thing to add.
0: Oh, excuse <laughs> Just me. Just
1: thought about it. We <laughs> do want... From this. So anyone that's listening, we would love to support the local family that um, is going through this trial. So we will be collecting um, monetary donations and gift cards um, for local stores at the office. So you can stop in and drop those off. We can have some cards there for you to send a note if you'd like, but jump in and support this family.
0: Thank you. thank you. and that's uh, and that's all we have yes. this week's <laughs> for this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. Be sure to stay tuned each and every week. Stay connected, be inspired, and keep reaching for your goals. We'll see ya.